On a Monday, it's Bigger Pockets Daily. This is where we take the best articles from biggerpockets.com and read them, so you can keep learning about real estate while you go about your busy life. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make your moves count. Bought a rental? That's a move. Made some serious stock gains? That's a move. Quit your job to go full-time on your side hustle? That's a move. Relocated for a fresh start? Okay, that's literally a move. Your moves made a big difference in your life last year. Now it's time to make the most of your moves. Whether you moved on from a job, made moves in your own business, did some side hustling, or house flipped your way to financial freedom, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction that you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy, and getting your max refund guaranteed. Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. TurboTax will make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Did you know that short and medium-term rentals often offer double the cash flow compared to long-term rentals? Well, it's true. And rental retirement just made investing in them easier than before. Now you can buy fully turnkey short and medium-term rentals that are newly built or renovated, leased, and managed. Maximize your cash flow, appreciation, and equity while the rental retirement team takes care of all of it for you. Plus, their creative financing options like interest rate buy-downs can get you a rate in the low fives. And their investor loans let you buy multiple properties with as little as 5% down, not 20%. 5% down. But why buy with rental retirement? They're investors just like you and me and rock one of the highest reputations across bigger pockets with more five star reviews than any other company on our site. And I think that's a pretty big deal. To learn more, visit rentoretirement.com. That's rentoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI. 33777 to learn more about how you can get started investing in some of the best cash flow markets today. How to accurately estimate expenses on a rental property in three easy steps by Brandon Turner. I have a proposition for you. You give me $20,000 and I'll give you nothing. In fact, you'll give me another $50 to $200 per month until you go crazy or broke. Sound like a good trade? (laughs) No? Well, unfortunately, many rental property investors make this same trade with every purchase because they didn't properly calculate rental property expenses. The end result? Negative cash flow, losing money. And unfortunately, it happens all the time in real estate investing, and it leads to financial ruin. I should know. 
90% of the deals I have purchased have been from failed landlords. Why do so many landlords fail? Well, it's simple. They don't do the math. They buy properties based on emotions, gut feelings, or bad calculations, and then wonder why they lose money. And there's one calculation that trips most people up, estimating the costs required to own rental properties. So here's how to accurately estimate expenses on a rental. Let's say you're looking at a potential property in neighborhood A. Lovely name, neighborhood A. If you already own a property in neighborhood A, it's kind of easy to calculate costs. Just look at your other property. It's an easy repository for actual expenses. However, most of the time, you'll have no idea because you don't own a property in the area or you own a home in neighborhood B, which entails different costs. Here are a few simple tips for uncovering future potential expenses associated with your rental property. Ask local property managers. Most property managers would gladly give you this kind of information, knowing that the more helpful they are, the greater chance you may use them as a management company someday. Simply call them up and say, Hi, I'm looking to buy a rental property in the area and I'm just beginning my research. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of quick questions? Make some phone calls. Secondly, feel free to simply call the company who issues the expense and ask them. Not sure what water will cost on your next rental house? Just call the company or government institution in charge of the water billing and ask them. Most of the time, they will give you an average on the property for the previous few months or at least provide a good ballpark. Ask other investors. Finally, ask others who own nearby rental properties in the area. You can find them through local real estate clubs or by looking up public records, by asking your real estate agent for referrals, or just by simply contacting them with bigger pockets. When budgeting your month-to-month -month expenses, don't forget to consider the initial costs for any property. Things like closing costs, appraisal fees, and broker fees. Smart rental property owners will look at the big picture, not just the minutiae. Now that you know how to find out about the expenses, let's talk about what expenses you need to account for. Fixed expenses. The first thing we want to look at are the fixed expenses. So these can be a little confusing because they're not always fixed per se, despite the name, but they do occur often and with repetition. These typically include utilities and mortgage costs. So we're going to take a look at an example of the most common fixed costs you are likely to experience with your rental property. Not everyone will apply to your property, but this should give you a pretty good idea. Water and sewer. This is the charge for the use of city water and sewer. Often, these are connected on one single bill. On homes, this is often paid by the tenant rather than the landlord, but this is not true in all cases. Check out the nearby competition in your area and find out if you can get away with offsetting this charge to the tenant. Property taxes. As they say, the only sure things in life are death and taxes, so of course you'll need to account for this expense. Property taxes are sometimes included with the mortgage, along with insurance, but not always. In the U.S., taxes are typically paid in two halves, usually in the spring and again in the autumn. When estimating your property taxes, be sure to always look at next year's property tax bill, not last year's. Taxes almost always go up each year. Electricity. Although usually paid by the tenant, 
Many property owners, especially in multifamily, still pay electricity for the property or part of the property, such as parking lot lights or storage areas. Garbage. Garbage can also be paid by either the tenant or the landlord, depending on the arrangement. Natural gas or other heat. This expense is often paid by the tenant, but be sure to investigate that. Insurance. Just like property taxes, insurance premiums are often included with the mortgage payment. But if not, just be sure to set aside money for insurance expenses each month. Insurance is typically paid in one lump sum each year, but many insurance companies do allow monthly payments, oftentimes for an additional fee. Homeowners Association Fees If your property is located within a homeowner association, HOA, which is a collection of neighbors who are legally bound to uphold certain rules, you will have to pay HOA fees. This is most common with condos or upscale neighborhoods. Special Assessments So a lot of times, an HOA or local government municipality will enact special assessments that will cost you each month. There's no great way to predict future special assessments, but talk with the neighbors to see if there are any current assessments in the neighborhood. Property Management Fees Property management is, of course, when you hire someone else to manage your property for you. However, it goes deeper than that. If you decide to manage yourself, there are still associated costs like paper, gas, advertising, vacant units, wages for any employees you hire, and of course your time, which is also very valuable. Calculate property management expenses whether or not you plan to hire someone else because it's still an expense. Besides, someday you will be successful and have numerous properties and will be unable to manage them all yourself. Start budgeting for that day right now. To determine how much to allocate for property management, simply call up your local management companies and find out what they cost. Keep in mind that most management companies include both a monthly percentage and a fixed fee every time they lease a unit. The most common fee I see is equal to half of the first month's rent, though some management companies may charge more, even up to a full month. To be safe, I typically add 1-2% to to the monthly rate. In other words, if a manager charges 8% of what's collected each month, I will budget 9-10% to just to be safe. Besides those fixed expenses we talked about, there may be some other expenses that are unique to your area. Again, talk with local landlords, property managers, and others in your local real estate market to find out. And be sure to include those. Now let's move on to variable expenses. I like to break down these expenses differently because... These are generally percentage-based expenses. In other words, these expenses are calculated by using a percentage of the rent that comes in. Vacancy. Your property is not going to be occupied 100% of the time. Sorry. Rather than complain about it, budget for tenant turnover. Generally, the vacancy rate is given as a percentage based on the income that comes in. Therefore, a property that is empty one month every year would be vacant 8.3% of the time. Vacancy rates differ dramatically between various markets and property types, so be sure to ask local landlords on what you can expect. In my area, I typically plan on about a 5% vacancy rate. Repairs. Repairs are another tricky expense because you never really know. Some months you could spend $100 on repairs, and other months you could spend $500 or nothing. 
but on an annual basis, maintenance expenses do tend to level out. When estimating rental property expenses, I average these costs out on a per-month basis. So, for example, I might spend $500 this month, $100 in the next, and then nothing for the following 10 months. That's fairly typical. This means I spent $600 for the entire year. Divide that by 12, and you get $50 per month. If the property brings in $1,000 per month, that would be a 5% repair budget. While your tenant's security deposits will cover some of these costs, remember most states forbid you from charging for normal wear and tear, like painting a room. Don't rely on the deposit. Budget properly instead. CapEx. This might be the most ignored expense item. CapEx, short for Capital Expenditures, or Capital Improvements in IRS language, are the big-ticket expenses that occur only occasionally. These are not repairs, but actual property improvements that add significant value. This includes putting on a new roof, redoing the driveway, and updating the electrical or plumbing. Obviously, the amount of CapEx you need to reserve greatly depends on the age and condition of the property. A property built this year will probably require far fewer major improvements than the, a property built in the 1920s. So, how much should you estimate for CapEx? While there's no rock-solid number, I tend to estimate between 5 and 7% of the gross rent. In other words, if I were looking at a six-unit property that leased for a total of $2,400 per month, I would set aside between $120 and $168 per month for CapEx. This works out to between $240 and $336 per unit per year. Once again, in your area, there may be other miscellaneous monthly charges that are not monthly or annual. Be sure to ask your local real estate investors what you might expect in this area. And then put it all together. Finally, it's time to put all those numbers together and see what you get. At this point, it's as easy as adding and subtracting. And maybe a little multiplication. But to make things easier, I want to go ahead and offer you a very helpful tool. It's the Bigger Pockets Rental Property Calculator. This tool allows you to fully estimate your expected return on investment, cash flow, and more for your next property. Simply walk through the simple guided steps and you'll discover your total expenses in no time. Our calculator is just designed to make the analysis process a whole lot easier and also to give you a professional document to showcase your property to lenders and partners. If you're doing these calculations on your own, simply add up the numbers to learn how much your property will likely cost you each month. Remember, these numbers are averages over time, but should give a fairly close guess at what your financial future will be. Another option, the 50% rule. Okay, great. Now you know how to spend 20 minutes figuring out the expenses on a rental property. But what if you just want a rough estimate? After all, if you're screening dozens of properties every day, you can't spend all this time analyzing every single one. Enter the 50% rule, a simple rule of thumb calculation that helps quickly estimate expenses and cash flow of a rental property. Very simply, the 50% rule states that half of what you make in rental income will leave in expenses, not counting the mortgage payment. So, a property that rents for 1000 bucks per month will likely have $500 per month in non-mortgage expenses. If the mortgage was $400 per month, you could potentially assume $100 per month in cash flow. Is the 50% rule accurate? It depends. 
It's just a rule of thumb, which means you should never make a decision based on it. Sometimes expenses fall in the 40% range, sometimes in the 60% range. It just depends on a number of factors. However, I use the 50% rule on a daily basis to quickly screen properties. Wrapping it up, I don't want you to fail. I want you to be so successful that you don't know what to do with all your money. However, wealth creation through real estate starts with correct math. Understanding how to calculate expenses is vital. Obviously, there is no perfect way to predict the future of your investment property, but taking a simple mathematical approach to expenses will help you hedge your bets. I hope you got some value out of that article. Before I get out of here, did you know BiggerPockets has nationwide data that can help you identify the best market, neighborhood, and property to invest in? It's called BiggerPockets Insights, and it's a benefit available to pro members only. See if BiggerPockets Insights can help you at biggerpockets.com insights. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow.